Whether you're 5 or 50, riding a bike can be a wonderful way to get exercise. For this reason, a lot of people do things like this daily. It can be nice to get out for some fresh air and use your muscles, but outdoor fitness can come with some unavoidable risks. You could hit some gravel and fall, get struck by a vehicle, or you might get abducted. My name is Brianne, and I'm the host and creator of Among the Dirt and Trees, a show where we explore true crime cases that occur out in nature. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the 1988 disappearance of Tara Calico, a 19-year-old woman who went for her daily bike ride and never made it back home. It's believed that she's been kidnapped, but we really don't know what happened to her. Today's episode was recommended by Casey, who has sent me a long list of amazing cases for you all to enjoy, so thank you to Casey for sharing this one. I actually think that this case highlights a big issue surrounding personal safety, so I'm definitely interested in talking about that. Tara was 19 years old and enjoyed riding bikes with her mother every morning. At least, it went on that way for a while. But at some point, her mother, Patty Dole, became nervous about riding. Patty claimed that a motorist was stalking her. She shared her concerns with her daughter, but Tara, on the brink of her 20s, believed that her mother was just being paranoid. Patty stopped riding with her daughter and encouraged Tara to carry mace. Tara, once again, thought her mother was being a little extra about the whole thing and refused to carry the mace. And as I'm sure you can guess, one day she left for a bike ride and never made it back home. I think that we as a people are a little more aware than we were back in the 80s regarding personal safety. There are a lot of people who do daily outdoor activities at the same time, but most of us have changed how we approach them. At least, I will say most women have. In the modern world, it is common to carry mace and other personal safety devices. If you press your iPhone button five times, it'll call the police and send your location to your designated loved ones. Most of us use Find My Phone and other systems to let people know where we are. We do these things just in case, and it's a really good idea to do so. But there's one trick to staying safe that doesn't require any of these, and that is changing up your routine. Most women are told that whether you run, walk, or bike, you should never maintain the same routine. The truth is that the world is full of shady people. Murderers, kidnappers, human traffickers, rapists. And if those people are looking for their next victim, they want someone who can make it easy. Riding a bike along the same route at the same time tells people exactly where you are and where you're going to be, which means they know how to find you if they want to make you disappear without a trace. We don't know if that is what happened here because she was never found, but it is strongly believed that this is what happened to her. 
someone saw her routine and then they waited for her. At least that's one theory with this case. When Tara went out for her morning bike ride on September 20th, she did so with a timer in mind. This timer is pretty important because this wasn't a casual bike ride, even though it was casual for her. She routinely covered 36 miles on her usual ride. On this day, she knew that she had plans with her boyfriend and instructed her mother to come pick her up by lunch if she wasn't back home yet. Remember, this was the 80s, so it isn't as if she could just shoot her mom a text, right? When Tara didn't return, her mother went through with their plan and went to grab her, driving along her usual route. But Tara wasn't there. Her mother looked and looked, but her daughter was nowhere to be seen, so Patty called the police to report Tara as missing. When police began their search, they talked to people in the surrounding area. Quite a few people had spotted her along the road, and most of them said that she seemed fine. But a few witnesses reported something pretty concerning. Several people saw her with a vehicle following closely behind. They believed that it was possible that the vehicle might have been following her specifically, and some others expressed concern that she could have been hit because of how close they were. Was it possible that this vehicle had the stalkers that Patty was so worried about while riding? We don't know. Police followed Tara's route looking for clues, but they only found one thing. A Sony Walkman. The model and cassette inside implied that it was Tara's Walkman that they found, and police don't think that this was an accident. They actually believe that she intentionally dropped her belongings to create some sort of trail to alert police that she had been there. Unfortunately, the Walkman didn't have a map to tell them where to go. It just told them that she was there, and then she wasn't. Her bike was never recovered. One year would pass without any additional evidence, and then something startling was submitted to police. Now, at the time, the person who submitted this evidence had no idea who it pertained to, just that it was very disturbing. The piece of evidence was a Polaroid of a young woman and a young boy bound in a truck with tape over their mouths. The photo was found in a parking spot at a local store. The witness said that a windowless van had been parked in that spot, driven by a man in his 30s with a mustache. Since this was the late 80s and we hadn't publicly shamed most people out of standalone mustaches yet, this was not a really helpful detail, unfortunately. It told police basically nothing. But they were very concerned about the photo. They tried to set up a perimeter to find that van, but their efforts were for nothing. The van was never found. Not even a sign of it. 
Police took the photo to the public instead, hoping to identify the two young people in the image. This image was shown on TV, and eventually, word got back to Tara's family. Though there were some differences, certain features like recognizable scars suggested that it was her. And there was another clue, or possibly a threat in the photo. Next to the young woman was a copy of My Sweet Adrena, a book that touches on rape and post-traumatic stress disorder through the lens of an isolated young woman. This book happened to be one of Tara's favorites. But its grim focus is certainly something else to consider. It's unclear why the photo was taken or what the kidnappers planned to do with it. Generally, taking pictures of crimes is not a smart move. But what we do know is that police believe the image was fairly new based on the material that the Polaroid was printed on, which was a good sign. It kind of implied that she was still alive if it was her. Different law enforcement groups came to different conclusions regarding whether or not it was Tara, but her mother believed that it was her. So, what about the boy in the photo? Unfortunately, we don't know who the boy was. One family believed it was their lost child, but when that child's body was discovered at a later time, it was decided that this likely wasn't the case. To add to the confusion, 20 years later, a detective received more images of the boy in the photo. There wasn't any information, at least none that was made public. It almost seems like someone was taunting police, like reminding them that the case was never solved. And these weren't the only photos that surfaced throughout the years. There are two other images that police speculated might be Tara, but her family believes that one actually is her. The image seemed to show the woman in a similar background and was likely taken a few years after Tara's disappearance. Like the original photo, this one was found on the ground, and this really makes me wonder. Were these criminals just really careless, or did they want the images to be found? As of today... Tara is still missing, and given the different images and evidence, I don't believe that police really think that she's dead, though it seems likely by this point. A few theories have popped up, with some suggesting that she was human trafficked and others saying that someone accidentally struck her on the road and then hid her body. I feel like that second theory is based on the idea that the photos aren't actually of Tara, but... Disturbingly, that theory was shared by a sheriff who said he knew who did it, then proceeded to not arrest anyone for it. For a while, police believed that she just ran away. Something we know that they commonly say with cases like this. But what is interesting is that all these years later, police are still working on this case. A few years back, they went to the public again asking for any information about her. 
Police have even hinted that they know more or might be closer to solving her case, but no further details have been released to the public. For all we know, she might still show up. And I hope she does. So, if you want to discuss ways to stay safe while engaging in outdoor activities, the hazards of letting people know your routine, or the grief that families face when they don't know what happened to their loved ones, feel free to contact me on Twitter or Instagram using the tag at datpod. Thanks, guys. <laughs>